the animosity and the venom between these two teams, I'm not sure we've ever seen it at a higher level. We don't like them, they don't like us. It is what it is. It's pretty clear there is no love lost between these two teams. They're going to downplay it all they want. They hate each other. I get it. They don't like being thrown up and in, but enough's enough. I mean, somebody would have to tell me, go pull the numbers, who's hit who more. Somebody's got to be accountable. And the last thing I'll say on it is I got a whole damn stable full of guys that throw 98 miles an hour. That's a pretty scary comment. I don't think that's right at all. Same guys over there chirping, always trying to be all macho, I don't know, get attention, whatever you want to call it. It is what it is. If I'm a Yankee, I'm going to listen to that quote, and maybe I'm going to raise an eyebrow. The comments from their manager, you know, those made their rounds pretty quick in our clubhouse. You know, it sounds like, you know, obviously that's a pretty serious threat, um, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, we'll be ready. Well, Flip, that was... Various members of the Rays and Yankees talking about how much they really just don't like each other, as well as some members of the broadcast team here at Yes. I want to get into that. I want to talk about the ALDS. Uh, Undoubtedly going to be exciting. But before we do that, let's quickly put a bow on the Indian series. And I want to start with Masahiro Tanaka in Game 2, which really was an instant classic for me. Tanaka went four innings pitched, six earned runs. But that's not that's not really the story necessarily for Tanaka's start. Is it not fair to judge him, right? Uh, no, it's not fair to judge him. I mean, th- between the, the delayed start and then the rain delay in the middle of – I mean, when a pitcher is, is as tuned as Tanaka is, it's very hard to stop and go, stop and go. The late start tends to play, and they stop and then go. I mean, it's a tough way to, for him to play. So, no, it's not really fair in, in, in the aggregate. In totality, it's not fair to judge him like that. And I know, and he's always been a big game pitcher for the Yankees. He is. He's a big game pitcher. And this may be, maybe, I don't, I, I, although I do see him coming back. That if you said to me, let's get a crystal ball here, is he coming back? The answer is, I would say yes, but we'll see. You know, there's a lot of things are going to happen in the offseason. Uh, but he's been a good Yankee. He really has been. He's been really worth the money that, and then some that he was paid. He anchored a lot of big games for the Yankees, and uh, and I, I like his presence out there. And I know that the players all rally around him and like him a great deal. So and he's had a tough time. The line drive hit him. Remember, the, we were doing yep. yes. We start first started right, what basically became yes. We're here. The the summer camp shows um, between our cameras and our telecast live inside the inside Yankee Stadium to get the workouts. And the first day we were on the air, he got hit with a line drive by Stanton. I mean, I thought he, when he went down, it looked like he was shot out of a cannon. It looked all awful. I, I didn't know what to think. Um, it was a terrible, terrible moment. But um, he's rallied from that. He's, he's a resilient guy. And um, do I think that he's an elite pitcher? I do. Uh, but do I think he struggled in this game? I do. I think, but there are reasons, like I said, the delays, I really think, because I'm not finally tuned, I think bothered them for sure. In that bottom of the first, I mean, it looked like he was pitching in a hurricane. The rain was literally sideways. Like, why did they even start that inning? I don't know. People make mistakes. I mean, I, I, it was not the Yankees. Not the, it's not the hands of the Yankees. You know, it wasn't their, their responsibility. I mean, the umpires decided to play. They played. So, um, you know, it's a playoff game. You know, you got to play. But having said that, you don't want to play in conditions that are really going to affect the game. And those kind of conditions obviously could affect the game. It did, I think. Yeah, so the Yankees went down 4-0 early in the game. Um, what really rep- impressed me was their resiliency. You know, they very easily could have laid down, um, but they didn't. And it's not the f- 
first time we've seen them down early in a postseason game and come back and win. You know, this franchise seems to do that quite a bit. Why is that? I want to say, you know, the laundry has something to do with it. Um, when you say, you mean the laundry? I mean the uniforms. I mean the Yankee uniform. I mean their history, their tradition, their pedigree. I think the Yankees are a special, obviously a very special organization. And I think they play to that. I think that that's in the players' minds. And I think they do rally when it's time to rally. I mean, this is a. I mean, this is also their time. It's October. You saw. You saw Judge telling telling Torres at second base. You know, um, on that uh, that really was a terrific replay. Um, you saw him saying, "Say, look, he pointed to his. It's time. It's time." He was telling Torres, "It's time. Time you get going, and time we get going. It's it's October, which is our time. That's Yankee time. So, yeah." I mean, October special, and that uniform is special to the players who wear uh, they wear it with pride, and then they and they they respond accordingly. I really believe that. Well, one guy who had it going on was Gio Urshela. Huge game, two for five, four RBI. Everybody's talking about the huge grand slam, obviously. Uh, but for me, it's that double play he started in the eighth inning from his seat that was equally important. It was beyond important, Kev. It was it was the it was the seminal play of the game, offensively de- or defensively. Um, he's a magician with his glove. He j- always was a great defender. Problem was he just couldn't hit enough, and somewhere along the line he got turned around, and you know, that's not an issue anymore. I mean, he's he's an all star player now. He just is. I mean, if you said to me you know, two years ago, you know, Gio Oshella, and I would have said, I guess a failed number one. You know, I mean, a lot of potential, great defensive player. It doesn't, it didn't hit enough. I think that was, that surprised me. That's what I would have said two years ago. Now, it's, it's what's 180. It's been incredible. And that play, we always talk about, you know, guys hitting home runs and getting big hits. How about guys who make big defensive plays? The, how is the run you save not more important than the, than the run that you drive in? It's not. The runs are runs. And so there's a metric out there. I don't know what I don't know the name of it, but I'm sure there's the def- metric defensively that tells you how many, what you're worth on that field, how many games you win or save, right? David Cohn will tell us. I'm sure. I'm sure he would. So yeah, they're doing. A, it's quite remarkable, and the Yankees uh, are real. I mean, when you consider what that has done to Andahar and his position, that's who. And I mean, Andahar looked like a you know a world beater. I mean, he still is offensively. He could still hit the tar on the ball. He really can. And but I just but he doesn't not a two way player. There's no there's really no role for him. I was going to ask you that that younger DH that's not going to happen because they have too many older players that need the spot. Yeah, so I've always fought this because I love Andujar, um, but after seeing Game Two against Cleveland, there's no room for him on this team, right? Probably not. I mean, they got to look at roster spots too. You know, the, they got to look at the forty man roster, which is so important to an organization. I mean, that's all your players in totality that you could put on that roster to protect, you know, as that 40-man. So, I mean, that that's everything in the game. So if you start thinking like that, I mean, is he on the 40-man? Well, obviously he's on the 40-man, and he's obviously he's on the team if he stays. But to do what? I mean, yeah. every time you put him someplace, he performs. But it's but there, is that – I mean, he's great to have on the bench offensively. I mean, that, to have that weapon on the bench is incredible. But – I mean, also, you know, you got to look at players in right now two-way. All players, you can't carry one-dimensional players anymore anymore. That game can't be like that. So this game has changed dramatically like that. So we'll see where his future is. But he's a terrific hitter, yeah, and he's a good guy. So, I mean, he'll play baseball for a really long time. The question is, will he play for the Yankees? Yeah. But I show, hate... is great. show has done a great job. Oh, he's done a great job. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, um, 
But you almost have to flip him for a pitcher. You can always use pitchers. Always use pitchers. There's three more guys I want to get your take on um, from this wild card series. First is John Carlos Stanton. One for two, two walks, two runs scored, two RBIs in game two. The two walks impressed me. And I'm getting considerably more confident each time he steps into the batter's box. Should I be? Is this yes. the real? Yes. Yes, he should be. I mean, I mean, people act like this guy, like he fell off of something from Mars. I mean, this guy had 59 home runs. He was MVP of the National League one year, not so long ago. He's, a, he's still a young player. I mean, when he hits it, it goes a long way. I mean, I, I will tell you, of all the balls hit this year in terms of exit velocity, I don't know where his, his hardest balls that he hit rank, but I got to tell you, they've got to be right up there. They have to be. I mean, he, does, he doesn't hit a ball. He, de- he destroys it when he hits it. So, you know, he's got a bat. He's not, he's not a – he's an – he struggles defensively. He, he, yes, he can struggle defensively for sure. But, but he can really hit. And, uh, and he's, he's finding his – you know, he's finding his confidence. Like I said, how's that guy not confident? That's been confident. That's been on the field. What do I always tell you, Kev? We do this 100 times a podcast. Stay, stay on the on field. The field. You got to stay on the field, right? He's got to stay on the field. And he hasn't really been able to do that in his time with the Yankees. That's what he has to do. When, he, when, when, that, when that issue is solved, people will see that what a good player he really is. He's got to, I mean, you watch him, watch him run the bases. You know, watch him. He, he's, he can make, he's athletic, obviously. He's very athletic. You know, the question is, he's got to get better with his glove. You know, he's, he's not a great defensive player. He needs help there. But offensively, I mean, he, he's, he's a real key to the Yankees. That middle of the lineup has got to produce against the Rays. Uh, they have to. So they need – the fact that he's walking, by the way, is, is a very good sign. I agree with you. Right, right. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that series coming up. Um, what else do we say other than stay on the field? Rate, Rate review, subscribe. There <laughs> we go. That's what we do. Helps us. Helps us a ton. We read all the reviews. We actually later flip. We got some emails. We asked for some emails. Uh, we got some. I'll ask you okay. later on That's in the great. show. Thank, um, but thank please, you. we asked people to respond, and they did. They did. So, I, we appreciate your your response, folks. Thank you. They responded in a big way. I had to sift through quite a few emails. Well, I mean, you also read very slowly. <laughs> Next, so, I want to. I want to. I've been. I've been in meetings with you. I know. <laughs> I like to write a joke. I've written more books than I've read. Why is that which a joke? Is, which is true. <laughs> oh, let, let me ask you about Aroldis Chapman. He's the second of three guys. Yeah. Uh, two innings pitched against Cleveland. When he came out in the eighth, my son looked at me and said, what is Boone trying to be Joe Madden? Meaning, are we going to see Aroldis doing multiple innings this postseason? You could. You could. I mean, you're going to go where, look, they, they've, they, this series uh, that coming up, and we say coming up because we're, we're doing this on Sunday. ALDS starts tomorrow, which is Monday. I think Yankees have a ball. I think the Yankees have to straighten out the bullpen. I mean, I think right now there's a lot of pieces in there that just are not, you know, doing the job up to the expectations of, of the, the, the manager. That's, I mean, I'm not putting words in his mouth. He'll tell you, I mean, he's not going to, he may not say that himself. I, I don't know. But to me, I, I think that, um, I think, I don't want to say Houston, we have a problem, 
used to maybe later on, but, uh, but, uh, but, but uh, I don't want to say that. A, that it is used to, B, that used to, we have a problem. But let's just say that they're struggling in the bullpen. Um, the bullpen needs to write itself. And right now there's only, there's only a couple of people that, to me, have the total trust of, of the manager, you know, in, in key situations. You know, th- that's why, you know, some of the moves to me, and I'm not saying they're questionable. I'm not questioning a manager's moves. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, to me, sometimes it's just a matter of giving a guy has a bad time, maybe two, maybe three, but he's one of your horses. You got to keep giving him the ball. And in this series, there is no way around to help the, the, the this 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 series may come down to the bullpen. It may it very well be there, and I think I think it will actually. So I think Yanks have to straighten out this pen. Yeah, which is scary because actually I think the Rays they don't have household names in that bullpen, but they have a great bullpen. Um, again, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. I want to ask you lastly about uh, Gary Sanchez in the wild card round, like Stanton. I'm becoming more confident when he steps into the box. Again, same question to you. Should I be? Is this the real Stanton? Or is this the real Sanchez? Yes. I mean, I've never not been in his corner. Um, I think his potential is massive. Massive. Um, I mean, I've taken a lot of abuse from people I know. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, what's going on here? I mean, yeah, he struggled for sure. No doubt. Struggled up behind the plate. So at times struggled offensively just streak streaky inconsistent but i've got to tell you i still believe he's going to have a year where he gets 40 home runs i still believe he's going to have a year where he's going to be an mvp consideration um okay i know that's bold but i'm a bold person so i might as well go bold here um i i i think he's got i mean he's got a cannon for an arm um he's getting better blocking pitches and things he frames well, um, you know, and, and his bat is, he's got such great bat speed through the zone. He really whips it. I mean, I got, you got to like him as a, as a player, you know, there's just, but he has struggled. There's no denial. Look, we could sit here and say, well, we'll just write him off and we'll move on. I guess you could. The Yankees have all these catchers they drafted in their organization, but I something still tells me that he's got value and he's going to show up in a big way someplace. Let's talk about that bottom of the ninth real quick. Two outs. Uh, Aroldis Chapman strikes out. I think it was Oscar Mercado to <laughs> seemingly end the game. <laughs> but then the ball got away from Sanchez. <laughs> uh, you said he's getting better behind the plate. What's your take on that play in particular? Well, let's start with what Chapman throws. He throws a fastball. And he throws a slider. He's not really much in changeups. It's too bad. Um, but he is working on a splitter. And that splitter has proven in the limited time he's been throwing it as an occasional pitch, it's proved to be very effective. He went with the split um, and it just was, it was a tough split. I'm not so sure I would have given, I would have given Sanchez the pass ball, uh, which I think he got. I think it was a pass He did, ball. yeah. Yeah, I, 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 to me, it was more like a wild pitch. But that's just me. We could have been crossed up. It's possible they got crossed up. Uh, I don't know. I don't I haven't stuck spoken to Sanchez. I haven't seen to put it that way. I haven't seen almost anybody since well, obviously since the pandemic started. So um I don't I don't know what happened there. My guess, I'm only guessing. My you know, my guess is that I don't think it was miscommunication. I just think uh, you know, Chapman threw a, was trying to throw a splitter, he, he sort of overthrew it and kind of lawn darted a little bit. I don't know what it did, but uh, you know, it was a tough to catch and he didn't catch it. So, you know, the, the, the fault is probably two ways on that. Although I think it was hard catch, 
hard play for Sanchez. And I think it was, like I said, I think the error was, was, uh, should not, it was not called for, but that's just my opinion, obviously. Um, so, uh, no, but I think he's got a lot of potential. And, and, yeah, okay, that was unfortunate what happened. And I was sitting there, there was a, poor Gary. I mean, poor Yankees, poor Gary. I mean, really, because, you know, play, you, do, you can't give teams, even though the Indians did not show up, they just didn't show up for this series, to be honest with you. That's my take. You can't give teams like that four outs. And you, if you do that against the Rays, we're getting, this is going to be a quick, quick couple of days because um, you can't play like that. Since we're on backstops, I want to ask, you know, we really do have to talk about Higashioka. Um, he's like been him. great for this like team. Him. I know you like him. Are you okay with the idea of a personal catcher? I'm okay with anything that, that you can win with. I mean, if that's what it takes to win, it's, it's not the first time it's happened. And some, still, some, some players play better with other people. You know, it's like there are certain shortstop, uh, second baseman combinations that, are, you know, they, they they prefer one another because they 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 just could anticipate each other's moves better and they're just smoother around the you know the infield to the bases whatever. Um, there are t- there are just certain positions. It's really pitcher catcher because that's such a symbiotic relationship. It's such a special relationship, and the game really hinges on that relationship. So anytime that you know you put you can get a catcher, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's it's you know, Tim McCarver caught you know Steve Carlton. You know, I mean, you know, there's always been, you know, catchers who were of, you know, preference to certain pitchers. So it's not like, um, you know, Sox hasn't happened before. It's happened many, many times. And, you know, when you have a team, mostly you have to play people. I mean, you can't get a player like Agashioka and not play him. I mean, he's he, to get, he'd be fresh and then you get be fine-tuned a little. So he's need to be tuned. You got to play them a little bit. And he's not going to play break. inches there, but you got to play him. So this is a chance for you to play him right now. You play him in that situation, so he gets a couple of at bats. And look, he's offensively, he's either going to strike out or he's going to hit a home run. That's it. That's kind of it. That's that's. It. But he has a lot of power, and you know. But you know. But people like him. See, I I don't know him well. I met him in spring training a couple of years ago. He's playing a guitar, or maybe it was since I was in Scranton doing one of those uh, you know, um, homegrown homegrown shows, and maybe that's where I'm, I can't remember now. It all it kind of runs together. But he has guitar, and I, and I like to play the guitar. I mean, I'm not very good at it, but I, I enjoy it. And uh, and he's really good. I, I watched him play, and I go, dude, you're really good. So I mean, and he's a nice man. So I think people like him. They rally around him. And there's a comfort factor that, that people find with him and around him. And I, I think this is an extension of the comfort factor. It's, it's really not an indictment of, of, of Gary. You know, it's not. It's you know, absolutely, like I said, you have to give people at bats. You have to play some people. And it's a perfect place to play him because, you know, Cole is Cole – is, You'll see, Cole is really instrumental to the Yankees. I mean, he's obviously their chance to win a World Series. He's right in front of you. That's it, right there. More, more so than any other player. It's really Cole to me. I know Cole, I keep he, saying. He's coming up big. I know I keep saying that uh, we're going to talk about the ALDS, but as you're talking, more things just keep popping into my head. It's okay. Well, this, is, this is an unstructured show. You know, we're unstructured people, you and I. You well, much more truth. so than myself, obviously. <laughs> but. But you know there there is a, there is a, a structure lack of structure I don't know what it is but we uh, this what's supposed to be free flowing I, I don't want to go off a script you don't go off a script I mean I've heard some other people's shows and some of them are scripted and very much so and I, that's okay I mean if that's what they want to do not you and I you and I are too organic we're way too organic <laughs> a little bit <laughs> like well what do you mean a little bit I mean this is this is organic as you growing you know. Uh, you know, broccoli in, in Minnesota in the winter. I don't know. It's it's very. <laughs> All <laughs> was, right. With I mean, that in mind, I organically want to ask you about yeah. Matt Vasgersian, game two. 
he, I don't want to say he took Boone to task, but he, he did not like Labor Torres batting seventh in the lineup. Why not? I think Matt should get over it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I would tell you. Um, oh, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I don't, you know, listen, I, I will tell you, there's a famous Buck show, Walter. Uh, and by, by the way, if you can't, you want to learn some baseball, listen to Buck. I mean, I mean, really, listen to Buck. I mean, no one knows this game that I've been around and all my, and all, and obviously we've got a lot of great people. Yes. There's a lot of great people in the industry now. No knock on anybody, but Buck is like sort of a cut above everybody because he just is. I mean, he knows the game like no one I've ever met except maybe Stick Michael, um, who I, I really knew the game like no one I had met prior. Right. But um, he knows it. He lives it. He loves it. And he made a great point to one night to us somewhere. I can't remember when, but we were talking about guys hitting in the bottom of the lineup. And he says the difference in the game, to me in lineups it's not the middle of the lineup everybody's got a middle of the lineup it's the last three guys it's the last three guys in the lineup those seven eight nine spots most team can't teams can't go there that to his point when the yankees dominated the the, the padres in 98 so a long time ago but when the mvp that's 1998 world series was scott brocious Scott Bro- yep. not, not hitting ninth yep. so you know it's it, the way it is now these lineups become circular so it's really important to have someone at the bottom who can hit, who can get on base and do things, and have Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez, have Glaber Torres at seventh. I mean, that shows you the depth of the Yankee lineup. So, you know, the, why, why move him to fourth or fifth? I mean, he can do any of that for sure. But right now he feels comfortable in that slot. He's still, he's still finding his way into, into you know, the baseball shape. He's still getting there. You know, he's, he's making he's doing a great job of it, too. He's making a lot of progress. So, uh, but I mean, he's got a lot so much talent for us. So, I mean, you could put him anywhere, but, the, but the, philosophically, you know, the, that seven, eight, nine spot is so important. I, I totally agree with Buck. I mean, and uh, I, I mean, that's, so that's why I think it's silly. I mean, yeah, you could say what you want. I mean, I, I'm not taking anybody to task. Everybody has their opinions. My, that's my opinion. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. It's very, it's strong. And look, as long as he's on the field, Kevin, stay on the field, <laughs> stay on the field, right? As long as he's on the field, the Yankees are a better team. They are. Sanchez too. Now, well, Sanchez. By the way, yeah, seven, eight, nine. Sanchez is batting ninth in this lineup. How great is that? It's great. It's great. So, where are the automatic outs? Tell me. I don't. I don't see him. That's exactly right. You don't see him. That's what makes this team so lethal. Because at any point, and that's the thing. That's really the thing. You really don't know where it's going to come from. It's. It's like watching a. You know. <laughs> being in the desert and looking, uh, watching a rattler or something. I mean, it is looking at you, you, look, you don't know where it's going to happen, but it's going to happen somewhere. Somewhere along the line, this team is going to strike and it's going to strike big time. And that's the thing that makes them this lineup, this offensively, the Yankees so special and so dangerous, particularly this time of the year. They're not okay. going to get shut out. This team doesn't get shut out, even against really good pitching. I mean, they may slow them down, but they won't shut them down. I mean, look, look what happened in the uh, – we're talking, you know, prior we're – not, we're not doing raises yet. So we're talking about other things, but why don't we talk about that? You know, look, look we, uh, it was amazing. I saw that thing about the, about the Central, the two Central divisions, the American League and the National League, had seven teams in the first round of the playoffs. They lost every one, every game. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, they're all out. The Twins are out. The Indians are out. You know, the uh, the the Brewers. You know, the Brewers are out. The Cubs are out. The Cardinals are out. The you know. The Cubs lost to the Marlins. Does that blow your mind or what? A little bit. I mean, it blows my mind. I mean, I sh- I guess it shouldn't because I think they've been aggregating talent. Jeter's done a really good job. Derek's done a good job. You know, aggregating talent. So I shouldn't be shocked at this. I just didn't expect it. I didn't see it this soon. 
Um, it did good for them. Good, good for the Marlins. I, I don't want to sound anti, you know, Cub. Am I sounding anti Cub by saying no? You know, no. Okay. Good. I think everyone's rooting for the Marlins. I mean, it, how could you not the underdogs? You know, like in a big time way. How about that though? That's that's incredible to me. That the blue my mind. I mean, listen, that's baseball season, right? That's baseball this time of year too, especially this time of year. And that's what makes this format. I love these brackets, by the way. I'm really into this. I mean, I'm always into. I'm into. I'm into an exhibition game. You know, in the, in the beginning of spring training. You know me, but I am really into this. I am really into this uh, this format. And I, you know, whatever mistakes baseball's made, I mean, this isn't one of them. This is not one of them. You mentioned. Uh... The Marlins are the underdog. Yeah. Think about this. This is amazing. Heading into this Rays series, the Yankees are the underdogs. Am I right? Yeah, quite possibly, yes. I could see yeah. that. I could see that. You know, I, I don't think it's going to play out like that, but I think I could see it, why they would be underdogs. I mean, it's based on the regular season, such as it was. Right. Good question about that. So the Yankees lost 8 out of 10 in the regular yeah. season yeah. to the Rays. Yeah. Going into this playoff series is that in their head or can they just erase erase that and say it's the postseason fresh start oh kev kev let's let's what do we always talk about we just talked about it 12 times what do we say what do we talk about tell me stay on the field stay on the field they said what is he talking about well they how many times were the yankees on the field they lost all those games was judge in the lineup was standing right. in the lineup right was sanchez in the lineup was was Cole uh, Cole? Right. Was he? I mean, I mean, I mean, there were so many. You know, where was Torres? Right. Yep. I mean, if you start looking at it that way, and that's the way you should look at it, because that's the reality of what the Rays are in for. I gotta tell you something. That to me is the momentum shift to the Yankees. But this is gonna be brutal. This is gonna be some baseball series. It really is. I can't wait to actually – I really can't wait to watch this series. I'm very excited by it. You know, I would say that I'm the most excited about this series coming up than I have been since probably 2009, the World Series. I haven't been more excited. I can tell. I work with you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you about Kevin Cash. At the top of the show, yeah. we played that audio where he said, "Yeah, I have a whole damn stable of guys who throw 98. <laughs> it's true. He um, does. He does, but I don't want to pour too much cold water on the excitement. But the truth is, they're not really going to throw at him, given what's at stake, right? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. I mean, they'd be. I think it's foolish to sort of take to settle that score. Whatever they think, each team has to settle with each other, and both sides think. I'm sure in their heads somewhere that they would like a little retribution somewhere for stuff that's gone on between the two teams. I would think it's, you know, that's there, but I mean, no, I mean, I mean look, if it's somebody's winning 15, nothing, you know, it's an elimination game. Well, you know, who knows what will happen, but I mean, the truth of the matter is I can't see it. I really can't see it happening at all. Uh, and I could be wrong, but look, somebody throws a pitch too close. Somebody hits somebody un without, without intent, without intent happens all the time. Right. Well, you don't think somebody's going to think I'm rich at that? And it's like, but again, you have to pick your spots. You know, it's, if, if that's going to be the case, you, you pick your spots. But, uh, I mean, I, I think a lot is being made of it, and I think probably too much. But, but to the central point, the central point is, and to your point, is that this is a real rivalry. And it really is. This is a real rivalry. You could speak to this on paper, right, on other places, Kev, right? You could say, Yankees, Red Sox, right, right, yes. 
great rivalry. Yankees, Mets, great rivalry. Yeah, really good rivalry. You know, Dodgers, you know, Dodgers, Giants, uh, you know, Cubs, Cardinals, whatever. Yes, 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 yes to all that. But not like this. This really is a rivalry. This is now the best rivalry in baseball, these two teams. So, Flip, you actually took um, one of our email questions. Maybe I'll just ask it real quick right now. Oh, that's right. Well, why don't you tell folks what we did, what the email thing was about? Yeah, so uh, rather than having me do all the work and do all the research and come up with questions, <laughs> I'd is like that what you do? You, I'd what like you our do? listeners to do some work. Uh, so last week we asked them to write in to curtaincallyes at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, great response. I, I picked a few that kind of talk about this, this rivalry. Um, and, and here's our first one. Lionel Shavs wants you to rate this rivalry, Yankees versus Rays, as opposed to the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry? Interesting question. Um, well, I mean, you know, historically, Yankees-Red Sox is, you know, is as big as it gets, or certainly an all-time great rivalry is Yankees-Red Sox, for sure. No, obviously, no doubt. And, I, we, and you know that, I know that, and, the, and I'm sure all our people who listen to this would know that. Um, but... You know, the Red Sox are in a, re- a total rebuild now. Yankees are putting their foot to the, you know, the foot to the accelerator, trying to win a World Series. They're coming in two different places. So that rivalry is muted in some respects. It is. It's just not the same. Just the intensity is not there. Um, the, they, they get excited when they see the laundry. It's just Boston, New York, there's an excitement. But the truth is that it's not, the, not as intense. This thing is intense. This is really intense. And... You know, you've got and the work, both organizations want to win. Both want to prove points in some ways. Um, and, you know, and I mean, the, the way the Rays are constructed, the Yankees will not have an easy time with this. I mean, I think we know that this, this is going to be some series. If, it's, if, it, if this, somebody sweeps somebody, either side, something happens, or the games are really one side, I will be very disappointed as a baseball person because I don't see it. I can't, I can't see it. I can't see one team just romping through the other including the Rays. Everybody's giving the Rays their, their, their props, so they should get them a lot. But I don't, not to the point that the, the Yankees are going to show up and they show up thinks they're going to beat them. I, mean, I, think the, I think the Yankees will beat them. But that's, we'll get to that later, right? We'll do that later. You're on. like Nostradamus because you almost answered the next email question. But let's go back a minute. I mean, is, does that, is this because of the Oriole thing? When you told me the Orioles were going to cement this, put it in writing, you bet me lunch and dinners at Chipotle, big spender, that, <laughs> that the Orioles would, would somehow, you know, you know, persevere and not only make the playoffs, but they would do a lot of damage in the playoffs. Well, now okay. you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't okay. say that. Uh, well, well, refresh my memory, Kev. What did you okay. say? I yeah. said that this team, this yeah. Orioles team will make yeah. the postseason. Okay, I was wrong. My point no, no, was... No, 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 no. Are we going to go back and listen to this tape, some of these tapes? Because, I mean, that's not my recollection. It was sort of like, no, I'm just telling you, I got a feeling about this team. And I said, what are you feeling? Are they going to be a playoff team? And I said, eh, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the love, baby. I don't feel it. I don't see I'll, it. I don't feel it. But anyway. You know, I'll wear it. No, don't wear it. I mean, this is, we're having fun. You know, let's <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next email, no. if you don't mind, from no, Donnie, Donnie C. I don't know what the C stands for, but Donnie C. D-O-N-N-Y or D-O-N-N-I-E? I. Like uh, Donnie Baseball? Yeah, yeah, similar, but it's not him. <laughs> okay. 
Hi, guys. Love the love the podcast. Duh. Uh, it looks wow. like the Yankees will end up playing the Rays. So this guy must have wrote it before the uh, before the series was over. And if you ask me, the trip to the World Series has to go through Tampa. Would you agree? Totally. He's totally right. Donnie, Donnie checkmark. God bless you. You're right. Uh, <laughs> yes, totally through Tampa. There's there's no two ways about it. It has to, uh, and it will. <laughs> it will. So the winner of this series is going to the World Series. Yes. I believe that. I'd, I'd agree. We have one more email, um, but we already talked about it. Uh, Allison Pinto wanted to talk about Gary Sanchez. Um, sorry, Allison, we already talked about it, but she will say, I love your podcast, she wrote, and I listen every week. So she might be emailer of the week. Allison, you're MVP. <laughs> so you're the MVP, Allison. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. Very much. I always tell people, rate, review, and subscribe. It's really important to us. Uh, we don't say it enough. I know Kevin doesn't certainly say it enough, but so I'll say it. Rate, review, and subscribe. And I know you do. I know you do, Allison. So thank you very much. Allison should tell her friends. Well, I mean, certain things you don't tell other people, but sure. <laughs> what, that I listen to the Curtain Call podcast? <laughs> I tell everybody. All right, let's we talk. Should. <laughs> we should. Let's talk pitching. Uh, you'd have to assume the Rays are going to go Snell. Glasnow, then Morton, right? Makes sense. The Yankees obviously going to go Cole in game one, but what do you do after that? Because it's not necessarily a slam dunk that it's Tanaka, I don't think. I go Hap. Okay, wow. But but that, but that don't matter. It's not my call. I mean, you can do this all day. Um, I have to pitch you really well. Let me see. I agree. I mean, and, um, and Tanaka's a big game pitcher. I think that, you know, look, historically, I'm for the Joe Torre theory. Joe Torre used to always talk about game three was the most pivotal game of a, of a series. Um, because it is. I mean, if you, if, unless it's a five-game, unless it's a three-game series and you've been lost the first two, then you go home, right? But if you're talking a five-game series, we have to win three games. And this is a five-game series. We have to win three games. If the Yankees win the first two, then they're going for the sweep and they're trying to put their, the, the Rays, send them home. Game three is massive to the Yankees, right? If you look at the other way, say you're down 0-2, well, you need game three to survive. So you need that, that game to survive. If it's 1-1 and you're pressing to take it, somebody's got to get an advantage, somebody's got to win the game, you really need length and depth out of your uh, guy pitching game three. So there you go. That's why game three is so pivotal right there. And I, I, Tanaka's a big game pitcher, not that happens, but Tanaka really is, has some pedigree. Um, and that's why I would go there. Uh, the Yankees are going to have to do more than rely on, see, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about depth and starting pitching. It's so important. And the bullpens, is, I mean, pitching is pitch, pitching, 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 more pitching. <laughs> you know, and you could say, well, what happened the other night with the, you know, with the Indians? You know, and, and uh, you know, I, look, I, I, I know that Beaver, you know, uh, had to have a difficult time. There's reasons why that he was having a difficult time. But he's a terrific pitcher. You can't look. The Indians are not where they are. Don't get here without him. He's probably he's going to win the American League Cy Young. Yes. So, I mean, he's oh he was just been great. His worst performance happened to be in the game, which is too bad. But it really does come down to, to get back to the central point. It really does get come down to pitching, and uh, you you got to have it. And uh, and the and Yankees got to find it. The Yankees got to find the bullpen too. Kev, they got to find it. I, I, you know, you can't rely on three guys. 
It's a long series. You got to get people in there. I mean, you know, you got Garcia in the roster. What are you going to do with Garcia? Well, that's a good question. Does he put him just in blowouts? What are you doing? He could. He could. Him or Montgomery. Depending on where they are, the Yankees, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, that's why I was, I would have liked to have seen him pitch in the first game uh, when the Yankees had the big lead. Just to get his feet wet. Oh, out of the pen? I would have liked to see that. uh, You know, but, you know. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, but this kid, that kid's got so much potential, you know, but you know, listen, you've got to be careful. What you don't want to do is put him in there and he gets rocked. Right. And then all of a sudden you've got a confidence issue, maybe. So you, you don't want that. Um, but he's got so much, but this kid's got some arm. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I mean, I, I but I, I'd find a way to get him in somewhere. And if one of these games would be way ahead or way behind, whatever, I'd find a way to put him in just so he gets a little experience. That's the whole point. He feels more comfortable and, you know, he can put his chest down and, because he's had a, you know, he pitches well, say, whatever chance they give him to pitch. And he'll, he'll feel better for it. No matter how much talent he has, he still has to go out and do it. And that's why those little, that, those interesting things in a game, those little moves where it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, the game is, is the outcome is not involved, right? You're not going to, game was not involved. So when the outcome is not there, you should really look to, when, or when it is decided, actually, you should look to see where you can, so how do I maximize this situation? I'm not going to lose the game. I'm not going to win the game. So what, what can I get out of it? So like Petri dishes, I was talking about a Petri dish, right? Get all those yeah. little Petri dishes and you try different things to see who's good in certain situations, who could play certain position, who could, who could, you know, uh, you know, pitch to a certain part of the lineup. I mean, do, do you realize how lethal the Rays are? I do. You, do you? How, how, do. how about, no, I'm, I'm, it's not that question. It's not a rhetorical question, Kevin. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, you know, no, it's like, uh, no, it's not a test. Come on. This is like, uh, it's a question. Uh, but um, how about that they can run out, they can run up a lineup of all left-hand hitters if they want to. Think about that for a minute. You know what, then? Maybe Montgomery pitches <laughs> well, game four. You know what? But he's got a lot of righties, too. they got a lot of righties on that team. See, that's the beauty of the construction of this team, if yeah. you're them. I mean, it's like they've got an answer for everything. That's why this, that team is so dangerous. That's why, it, if, if, that's why the World Series is going to go through Tampa. Okay. That's my opinion. Obviously, it's my opinion. But to me, it's like, it can't go any other way. They are that good. So, but so are the Yankees. Don't don't go by the regular season nonsense. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not nonsense, but just don't go by that. The Yankees were not healthy. They're they're much better physically now. That's why the the, the, the Yankees could stand a chance of being a strong chance. Prediction time. Who do you have? How many games? Uh, let's start with this. Um, Starting pitching goes to the race. I mean, they just because yeah. of the depth of it. I mean, you know, you made Morton's back and then he struggled and that injuries, but Morton is a really great talent. You you got Snell and Glass now. That's pretty lethal. I mean, that's just and they got bullpen arms as Kevin Cash talks about. I got a whole stable of guys who's ninety eight. They got they got that and more some, you know, and they, they got a whole slew of them. So their pitching is really strong and really to, can be really uh, shut down an offense. So their they're pitching is strong. They just have role players everywhere. They are so strong defensively. They don't beat themselves. You know, that those pass balls we talked about, those, those errors and why you're not playing certain people in certain positions, 
though those things are critical in this series. You can't make a mistake. You, you, if you make mistakes, you, this team's going to beat you. They're not going to beat you. They'll annihilate you. Do not let make mistakes. The Yankees have to be focused. This is it. You know, you one step away from an LCS, and then you one step away from the World Series. The Yankees have to see it like that. I'm sure they do. And they're healthy. They'll be back. I mean, I think that, you know, and I think the Yankees will match Cole. Gives the Yankees. Cole is an incredible weapon, an incredible weapon. I mean, that's why the Yankees went and got him. He's just, he's, that's the weapon you want. It's called. That's why game one is so important. It's so important. I mean, they're all important, but but game one and game three in particular are, are pivotal games. And obviously, a game seven duh, would be right. We'll put that in there too. But 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 it is. You're right. I mean, so it's important the Yankees set the tone and try to win this game and and win it. Um, but Cole is such a great weapon, and if the Yankees are healthy, you saw what they could do when they're healthy offensively. Uh, and right now, they're healthy. So. Uh, they've had a couple of days off, which I will definitely serve to the better them. They no, neither team knows the park. You know, it's it's you know Petco Park in San Diego. I know nobody's familiar, that familiar with it. They've played maybe a game or two there. Some of them, yeah. but that's maybe DJ Lemayhu. Yeah, I would think okay, Lemayhu. But it doesn't matter. He can hit anywhere he wants to hit. You yeah. can't defend him. He's impossible to defend. I will say that great you've point done a the other great... night though about David Cohn. That David Cohn made a great point. When what he got hit up the middle, he said, "You see what happens with this guy." You can't defend him because you can't shift on him because he hits the ball every, any, anywhere he wants to. So you can't defend him with a shift. And that ball that went up the middle was, if you were a shift, it would have been out. But there was no shift. The shift part of this is amazing to me. So you can't do it. That's why he's so awesome and he's so hard to defend. I mean, he's obviously a key too. I mean, you, look, the, the, the Rays have got to shut down the Yankee offense. Yankee offense, we talked about before, one through nine is lethal. That's some lineup. It's a circular lineup and it'll kill you. There's no break in it, so they're going to have to stay. Every out is going to be high leveraged outs. So, but they they and they have the the luxury of going to a very strong bullpen. The Yankees have right now not need to get back to using all their players in the bullpen. They've got to find a way to get all the, some more players involved because they rely on just three to get them through. It's going to be very tough for for them to to persevere here, I think. But but I believe that they will find the and I believe the Yankees win in five. Oh, <laughs> I asked you for a prediction like 30 minutes ago. I'm well, kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, so you know me. I can't answer a question under 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm an effective leader, am I not? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to dodge it. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. You know me. I don't, I don't dodge. Uh, <laughs> much to my detriment. <laughs> I'm going Yankees in 5-2. Judge and Stanton are heating up, like you said. Sanchez is seeing the ball well. Um, Yankees in five. Torres too. Torres. No, you're right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Does Boone stick with Gardner and left, or does he give Frazier some time? Gardner's hot and he's experienced and he's a really good defender. Uh, really, an elite defender actually. Well, you know, it's going to be tough. I think I think you look at who's pitching, righty, righty on the mound, lefty on the mound. I think you have to go that way and at least start like that. So I think against certainly against against right-handed pitching, I guess you go with Gardner with lefties. So they have a couple of lefties. I, you go with, I think then you you give Frazier a chance. Frazier yeah. is Frazier's gotten better defensively, which you know he worked hard. The kids worked really hard. He's gotten better at that, and he can hit too. This kid can really hit. So you know that's the Yankees are strong there. No matter where they go, there's the, there's an answer. And you, you know you gotta play. You gotta play. You know chess with. If you play chess with with Cash, with with, with uh, Kevin Cash, it's a tough game to play. He's tough. 
because he's got so many, so many parts, connected parts. This team is beautifully constructed. Not that the Yankees are. The Yankees are. The Yankees are well. They're just constructed differently. This team was constructed like it's like pipe fitting, a little piece of pipe at a time. But at the end of the day, the, the water all flows through it. You know, how's that for like a plumbing analogy? <laughs> Don't you get that out of the shows. <laughs> oh, I need anyway. a. I need a plumber in my house. Really? My sink is, yeah, my sink's busted, but we haven't let anybody in the house since March 8th. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. It's so, like COVID, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. You know, Kitchen I, sink. I don't let anybody kind of in the house. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I don't let other people in the house either, but for different reasons. <laughs> you <laughs> let me in. What's that? You've let me in. Yeah, much to my detriment. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, were you actually in my house? I went to my house. Oh, come on. Like, oh, and I pull out my quad. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. there at least 10 times. Oh, that's right. And, you know, the guy that left us, him too. I liked him. Jason Marshall? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I he's like doing him. now. I don't know what he's doing, but he's, I liked him. He's a good guy. He really is. The podcast has gotten a lot better since he left. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's some statement there, Kev. Uh, okay. Oh, I would not so- say it. The only thing I'll say is I agree. <laughs> so the game is Monday, yes. uh, seven o'clock. We have pregame here on Yes. Yes. And you're laughing at Jason Marshall. <laughs> I, I can't get out of my mind. I, he's, a, he's such a good guy. Don't do that to me. He's a good guy. He's, he's a good guy. I'm sorry, he left though. I mean, we, we miss him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we miss him. Oh, what do you think, <laughs> Philip? Want to land this thing? In the words of Ashley Vigacy, it's time to land a plane. Uh, we'll see you soon. And, uh, and, more, and more email questions, please. And more email questions. Curtaincallyes at gmail.com. Curtaincallyes at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. For Kevin Sullivan, I'm John Filippelli. All right. Take it away. 